gon' check me? Who gon' call me? Bitch, I'm falling. Prince and body. Who gon' check me? Who gon' call me? Bitch, I'm flexing. Prince and body. In your lobby. And I'm falling. Just like Ronnie. Just like Ronnie. Just like Vladi. Just like Ronnie. That's our test. Damn, I'm the best. I do confess. Kobe number eight. That's on my chest. Jordan the Great. Yeah, he the best. LeBron with the flex. And with the checks. Who gon' check me? Who gon' call me? Bitch, I'm ballin'. Prince and body. Who gon' check me? Who gon' call me? Bitch, I'm ballin'. Prince and body. And I'm like, and I'm like, and I'm like, and I'm like Lou Will. And I'm like too real. And I'm like, and I'm like, and I'm like PG. And I'm like, and I'm like, and I'm like CP3. You already know who it is. It's your boy Mama that goes that man again, aka Playoff Barty. Playoff Barty, what it is, Prince and Barty, Prince and Barty. What's up, man? Feel good to be back. Oh man, we got so much to dive into. You got you got hockey going on, you got baseball, you got basketball, you got football, it's some soccer. Hey, it might be a little tennis going on too. I don't know. Bro, so much sports, man. You know, if y'all for y'all don't know, I've been on the road, man, moving around on, on different locations. So I've been dying to talk sports, man. Let's get into it. What's up? What you want to get into first, brother? Let's talk about NBA finals, man. Man. NBA finals talk. Uh First thing I want to do is, is just, I, I'm hearing that Trez is still talking. So this is a word for Montrez Harrell. Montrez, you could not guard Nicole Joker or Nicole Jokic. You couldn't guard him. You're an undersized big man. You need to keep this shut, watch LeBron win a ring, come back next year, Trez, and then maybe you'll win one. But listen, you blew a, a 3-1 lead. You blew a 3-1 lead. You had Lou Williams, you had Kawhi Leonard, so the Terminator, quote-unquote, best player in the league, playoff P, <laughs> let's say it again, playoff P, uh, uh, Patrick Beverly, Mr. Run His Mouth all the time, and you guys are cashing wolf tickets. Shout out to my dog, Clipper Darrell. He's the only Clipper I like, but y'all let my man Clipper Darrell down. So all I got to say is this, Tress, the only person who should be talking right now is Clipper Darrell because not only is he a man of his word and keeping his bets, he's been riding with the Clippers longer than half y'all play. So we just gonna keep it real. No, that's real. I mean, uh, I mean, if I was Trez, averaged three rebounds in the series, I'd be keeping my mouth shut, bro. <laughs> like I would literally go get home, get right for a week, then go right to the gym and get better. I'm not sure why he's talking. I think he, he's in the middle of a contract year too. He didn't really perform well, so I don't know. I don't really know what Montrose. Montrez got going on, man. But we hear, man, Heat Lakers. Man, can you imagine if it was regular and we could go to these games, man? There would be pandemonium in Miami. Well, you know, the thing that's crazy is this. This is the ideal um, situation for any broadcaster because on one end you got South Beach. On the other end you got Lala, L.A. So, I mean, you can go either way. I mean, you go to a road, if you're from Miami, you go to LA, you're gonna have a good time. If you're from LA, you're gonna have a good time in South Beach. So I, I, it's it's a, a great series. Um, I don't feel that the Heat have a shot as much as people think, even though I'm wearing Heat colors with the red right now. Uh, I don't think the Heat have a shot. Um, personally, I think it's gonna probably be five games. I got a lot of prognosticators. I'm hearing picking six or even seven. Here's my take. The, the, the key players for the series for the, the Heat is two people, Bam and Tyler Hero. Now, when you look at these two players, now, of course, people will say uh, Jimmy B, but let's look at Jimmy B's record versus LeBron James. We don't even need to mention his name. I mean, Jimmy B is always caught an L versus LeBron. LeBron has hit game-winning shots on Jimmy Butler. That top, top of the key shot. Yeah, and so, I mean, I'm picking Lakers in five, man. I know it, it, it's going to be 5-5-5. Five, five, five. 
Uh, I just feel that one, the rookies are going to be rookies. You know, it, it's the stage gets so bright, and I think I don't. I think Tyler Hero is ready for the stage because he's proven that. But Kendrick Nunn is not ready. I think Crowder's going to play as his first time in the finals. Um, I think the only per people from the Heat that are going to play like they actually belong there, Jimmy Butler and Iguodala. Other than that, I think that the rest of their and, and those are going to be the two reasons why they win one game. Those two guys will probably play, play a good game on Bron, and uh, uh, they will get one game. But I got Lakers in five. Here's the thing that's going to shock you, though. I would want LeBron to get the MVP, but the MVP is going to AD. AD is going to get finals MVP. Um, I see him averaging anywhere from 30, 10, and 5. LeBron will average a triple-double, but AD is going to take so much over this series that he's going to get it. And then the thing is, is this. Bam Adebayo is just too small. I mean, who else does the Heat have besides Bam? Once Bam goes in foul trouble, Olenek is going to be guarding AD. Oh, Lennox is going to make AD have the biggest smile <laughs> more than him going on a date with a beautiful woman because Olenek can't guard anybody. So we'll see how this thing turns out. Yeah, um, I'm pretty. I'm with you on pretty much all the points. I think it might. I might give them six games. They might get two out. I just think, like I always said, you have to have superstars to win games. Like if you don't have at least two guys that can get you 40 when you need it, it's going to be tough for you to beat a LeBron James-led team. You know what I mean? Um, you know how much we love Jimmy Butler here on the show. He just doesn't give you enough offensively. Where He he has a thing where he tries to feel the game out. He'll have 13 points. Th that's not going to get it. Like, if Jimmy Butler is not averaging 20-plus points, like, like multiple people have to average 20-plus across the board to uh, have a chance and be competitive, Bam is too small, like you're saying. So he, he Bam, like he he thrives off, off offensive rebounds, second chance points. That's going to be limited with the uh, with our size and our length. And as far as uh, Tyler Hero, I think the physicality of uh, KCP and uh, even Caruso are going to be able to kind of match him up. And even if they get beat off the dribble, you have Dwight, AD, Javale, LeBron. Like it, the front line is too big, and we're quick. So we're, it's it's one thing if we were big and slow. I'd be worried, but we're big and dynamic. So it's a tall task. Um, credit to the Heat for what they've been able to accomplish with, I think every year it's a Cinderella team, right? Where every year it's like that one team that just over exceeds, but all, all Cinderella stories come to an end, my brother. <laughs> well, here's the biggest thing you got to remember. We're talking about the East. And when you look at the Eastern Conference, LeBron has left the Eastern Conference. So you, you look... Once LeBron James left, you, you, you look at the teams. So Jimmy and Kawhi, well, Kawhi already was trying to get to the Western Conference Finals period or the Finals period in the West, but he went over to the East, and the East is much easier. And so you look at the East, I mean, okay, who's the best player in the East? Giannis? He can't even get out the second round. So that shows you the level of the Eastern Conference. You know, when you think of the East back in the days when LeBron was uh, uh, coming up, you had Boston, you had Detroit, you had these teams that would get in his way to stop him. The Heat was even a, a decent, good team at that time because they won a championship with D-Wade when LeBron, before he went to Miami. So you look at these teams that were there, now you look at the East now, anybody can make the finals, brother, anybody. I mean, in the East, if me and you get a couple slims around us and maybe one superstar, we possibly could make the finals in the East. Not the West, that's a different story, different animal. No, I agree, but... Let's stay with the East for a minute. Something that's been on my mind. You know how I keep it, keep it real transparent. Danny Ainge. I feel like Danny Ainge has been thrown into the Mount Rushmore of GMs, but hasn't proven anything. He, last time he won for the Celtics was 08. 08. Where are we at? 2020. Yeah, we're in 2020 now. See, the thing is, is go ahead, go ahead. I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So it's just like you have you style pot all these picks. These first round picks, he's heralded as this this intelligent guy, you know, this mind guy, bringing in Brad Stevens, an analytical guy, and and I, I just feel like Danny Ainge hasn't really proven anything. Like, what has he done? We, we we he's it's almost a Doc Rivers effect, right? Where we put him here, but his accomplishments have been here. 
So at what point are we going to be like, hey, he, he doesn't get the job done? Well, here's the thing you got to look at. Masai Ujiri for Toronto. He only has one championship with Toronto. Am I correct? So you look at him and what he's done and who he's groomed, Siakam, to finally bring a championship to Toronto is bigger because Toronto's never won. Now, Danny Ainge, he's going to be graded harder because basically it's basketball. The Lakers, the Celtics. Right now, Celtics have them by one championship. If the Lakers win this year, it will be tied. But you're going to grade him higher because you're the GM of the Celtics. But then let's look at what he's done with what he's had. He took, he had Isaiah Thomas, he got rid of him, but he took that team with Isaiah Thomas to Eastern, you no, know, to a, a what, semifinals. Then the following year, he took that same team to a uh, conference finals without Kyrie, because Kyrie was hurt, and they went to the finals with that team. I don't consider him a great GM, but he's getting a pass. I'll give him about maybe a C plus, B minus. I mean, he's not uh, uh, anybody. He's not Rob Palenka right now. He's not with uh, the Clippers. Um, he's not the gym for the Clippers. So, I mean, you could get in grade. I mean, he's a top 10 G. But you're right. I mean, what has he done since 2008 as far as yeah. championship? But I hear you. Yeah, that's cool. But, I mean, like, for Celtics, Lakers, Yankee fans, nobody cares about banners, bro. <laughs> like, Eastern Conference, like, especially when you brag about all the picks you have, all the ammo you have, he could have got AD, but you didn't want to give up Tatum. Like, you're trying to hold on to these young players you have. Y'all at a ceiling now. You got four individual players. Gordon Hayward's a one-on-one individual player. Kemba's an individual one-on-one player. Tatum and Brown. So what's changing for them to get them to that hump? What's, I, I, what's next for the Celtics? Well, here's the thing. If you really look at the situation, they're a couple of shots away from making the finals. I mean, they're not going to win the championship because they're too small for the Lakers. Um, they do need to make some moves this offseason. But, I mean, when you look at the dynamic of the NBA, so let's just say Chris Paul goes to Milwaukee. That's going to stand in front of the Celtics. The Heat are only going to get better. That's going to stand in front of the Celtics. Then you go to the West. No, uh, you, you, hold on, hold on. You didn't even mention the Brooklyn Nets. KD. Uh, yeah, but you, let me tell you about that. You know why I'm not mentioning the Nets yet, though? I'm going to tell you what I have, the issue I have with the Nets. The Celtics was a winning organization. They were a winning organization. Kyrie came in there and spent the whole thing all out. The, 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 the Cavs won a championship. Yeah, they lost the next championship uh, in, in a sweet fashion. But, no, no, they lost 4-1. They lost 4-1 in that fashion. But when you look at the scenario of the team, Kyrie was in a winning organization. He just wanted what the same thing. Kobe Bryant. No, yeah. And now that I just, the only thing I look at is, it's like on one end you got, let me tell you, you know who Kyrie is to, to, for me? T.O. or Randy Moss. Great talent, great player but not a team, not a great teammate. And so that's the only concern I have. And so when you put Kyrie on a LeBron James-led team, that's just like Belichick, he's going to win a championship. If Kyrie played with Kobe, he's going to win a championship. If Kyrie played with Michael, he's going to win a championship. I don't consider KD. And, and I, I know you're going to say I'm wilding, but I don't consider KD Michael. I don't consider him Kobe. And I don't consider him LeBron because he hasn't shown me that the Golden State team was led by Steph. Yeah, he was the best player, but Steph was the leader, and Draymond was the leader of that team. That's why when the fallout happened between him and Draymond, he left because Draymond is basically part leadership of this team. So, okay, I don't have a say here because I didn't build this Jacob Lay, uh, Jacob Lehman, uh, I'm sorry, the owner's name. I didn't build his team. So now it's, it's on the basis of that. So I don't consider myself uh, uh, put – I still think the Celtics are maybe – Five games ahead of Brooklyn. That's just my opinion. I, I I think that KD and Kyrie are better, and and Dimwitty and 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 Levert. But remember this situation. Everything that you're saying is true. But you know how it goes. You play sports. Who's your Who's your head coach? And that's the thing. Steve Nash is nice, but I'm still going to take uh, the coach of the Celtics. No, but that's 
everything you're saying is correct. I just think with Kyrie, it was so much criticism thrown his way, but to ultimately get to the same result, right? So Boston lost. So regardless of, you could blame, who's the blame game? It always changes in Boston. Oh, it was Kyrie. Kyrie was a problem. Kyrie gone. Y'all still lose. So I just feel like Boston always be in that pedestal, and they didn't really earn nothing to be there, bro. <laughs> like, they haven't earned anything to be in that conversation of they're always in the mix in the East. But until you have a premier, premier, go get a bucket when you want to wing, Tatum can possibly become that, but he's not there yet. As you know, you need a big wing, LeBron, Kyrie, the Kobe's. If you don't have that premier wing, Tatum went two games with zero points in the first half. Mm. Like, I know, and, and I'm trying to give him bail money because he's young, but if that's who you chose, when you could have got Anthony Davis, AD would have stayed in Boston, they would have went to get him. But it's, it's, it's big risk, big reward. The Lakers took it. We traded off our young pieces too. I hated to see B.I. go. But ultimately, rings are more than emotion. And, and I feel like Danny Ainge is on emotion. Oh, I love my young guys. I'm going to – okay, Tatum but and Brian. You know, but you know what, though? I'm going to say this to you, and this is the biggest thing. The Lakers are winning because of A.D. and LeBron James. Of course, the ownership made their, their situation. Right. When we, when we mentioned teams, right, when Jordan won his championship, was Pippen a top 10 player in the league? Yes. He was. When, when, when um, Kobe won his championships, was Pau Gasol a top 15 player in the league? Yes, he was. Maybe even top 10. Was, was Shaq and Kobe. You know, when you put the dynamics of a team together, stars win championships. We can, only name, we can only name maybe three championships in the history of this sport where stars didn't win championships, and that was by the Pistons. And that, you're right. Detroit, the old Detroit, and the new Detroit. But that, that system does not apply too much in this league, especially when you have a, a, a transcendent player like AD or LeBron James. You can't do that. And so the funny thing is, when we look at it, you know, me and you always, me and you always say this when we talk sports, who's going to get you a bucket? You know, because if you know in crucial moments this person will get you a bucket, you'll be fine. And so the thing with the Celtics is this, and I'm going to tell you this, I believe the biggest thing from Danny Age what messed him up was he won his first time as a GM. So when you win as your first GM, and then this will transition over to our, our next segment in a minute, but winning sometimes gives you a big head. It gives you a big head, even if you've never done something. Because I know some people who I played in sports, or I played in fantasy. They've never won, but if they have one winning season, they're the greatest, you know, whatever. And so that's the thing. With Danny Ainge, his head is so exploded because – his first year, he brought KD, Ray Allen to play with Paul Pierce, and they won a championship. And so, I mean, if you look at the Celtics, you know what the Celtics are? They're the old Celtics of old with Paul Pierce and Antoine Walker. That's what they are. These are one-on-one -on -one driven players. They don't have anybody. And you, you, even, even the dynamic of drafting Rondo, you know, one thing I always said about the Celtics that made no sense to me. Okay, cool, you got rid of Ray. Cool, you traded away Paul Pierce and, 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 um, Paul Pierce and, 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 and KG. Why did you get rid of Rondo? Look at Rondo now. He's about to get another ring. Mind you now, I'm not saying Rondo's a great player, but he's always been a good point guard. He's always been a no, good point guard. He's not a great player. He's a great point guard. <laughs> he's a great point, yeah, he's a great yeah. point guard. He's seen things before. So imagine if he was on that Celtics team. If the Celtics had Rondo, you're hearing this from me, they would probably be in the finals this year. That's just my opinion. Because he would know where to get Tatum the ball, where to get Jalen the ball, where to get Hayward. We don't need Kemba. Just give me Rondo. Take Kemba out, put Rondo in. Because that's really what I see the problem. I think it's, I love Kemba Walker. He's a great player. But he's a shooter. He's not a setup man. And with the weapons that they have, they need a setup man. And, and he don't give you nothing on defense. Nah, he's too small. He gives you nothing. <laughs> I, oh, let me tell you something. I'll put this out here. I, I, I put my money on you if you played him in a one. Yeah, he's just too little, bro. Yeah, I, 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 I know you ain't, you ain't dunking probably a, a minute, but you'll probably dunk on Kimball Walker just for, just for the accolade. Hey, bro, I appreciate <laughs> you. But guess, and guess what? I got to play defense. And that Kimball step back. <laughs> <laughs> hey. remember, remember this, though. Remember this. 
All I'm gonna do, I'm gonna be on the sideline. Take him to the pub. <laughs> <laughs> Bro, that's what's up, man. Let's let's talk. Let's talk football, man. NFL. What? Oh, let's talk about these Buffalo Bills. Is are they for real? Josh Allen. Oh. Is it is it fool's gold, trick or treat, as your pops would say, man? Is it is it trick or treat? Nah, I wouldn't say it's true. Because the thing with Buffalo is this. They won last year. Hold on. Then, hold on one second. Let me turn. Hold on. I'm here. So. Yeah, you good. You good, man. You good. You know, that's the situation. You good. That AC yeah, game. Yeah, yeah. So, you, you know, the biggest thing is, is this. You know, when you look at it the way it is, uh, uh, they took a game off the Patriots last year with Tom Brady. Um, they made the playoffs last year. Their defense is a good defense. You got Ed Oliver on the defense. Uh, at Mario Addison, um, Milano, Poyer, uh, Tredavis White. These are all good names on the defense. Their defense is sound. Then on offense, you add Stephon Diggs. You've already had Knox at the tight end. The other wide receiver, he's okay. But Josh Allen, if you look at last week, yesterday's game, it was a penalty. That pushed them back 20 yards. He, he did a play. He moved around, and he got them 13 yards, which set them up for the touchdown drive. I mean, that's Brady-esque. I, and I know that sounds crazy me saying that, but that's Brady-esque. To go back 20 yards against the best DT in football. He sacked you two times the drive before and got a sack fumble. And you came back and, and took the lead. I think the Bills are a playoff team, but they're still missing some people. They're not better than Kansas City. They're not better than um than, than Baltimore. But I would be, be be safe to say they might be the third or fourth best team in the AFC. And the reason why I say third or fourth is because you've seen what the Pats did to the Ravens. The Pats, they, 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 listen, I'm gonna be honest with you. Bill Belichick and Tom Brady are gonna put on a show this year. And so that's the only thing. I wouldn't take Buffalo over New England because Cam, Cam's having fun. I mean, he was in the press conference the other day talking about he giving everybody a nickname. And so that's good, man. Congratulations to Cam. Congratulations to the Patriots. Also, congratulations to Buffalo. Buffalo, they need it because, you know, I know you being a, a, a New Yorker. Um, the Giants are not good. The Jets are not good. The Knicks are not good. The Yankees, yeah, they're going to make the, uh, uh, the playoffs. I was wrong about that. Uh, but the Yankees are good. But just to have a good team in New York, that brings a buzz in the city, and uh, I'm happy for Buffalo. And I'm happy for Josh Allen, too, because here's the thing. It's two years now that he's doing well. And I'm going to tell you, it's three cities that's hard to perform. Boston being number three, L.A. being number two, and New York is always going to be number two. That's a fact. If you're not doing right in New York, let me tell you something. You can't walk them streets. Them jokers is taking limos wherever they go because they can't. You know, the, the fans is crazy on the, on the subway, you know? But but that's the thing. Shout out to Buffalo. It, it, it's all Josh Allen. Uh, uh, he's actually second. In, if we're doing MVP race right now, he's second. I got him over Patty. I got him over uh, uh, Lamar. He's second. Because Patty got all them weapons and that new rookie. And then Lamar, I mean, come on, man. Lamar has Mark Ingram and that Vantage defense. This guy only has Stephon Diggs. He's number two. He's number two. Right, man. So speaking of New York tragedies, my boy Saquon. Oh, man. You know, the thing that's crazy about Saquon Barkley is the guy is gifted. He's gifted. But, I mean, okay, I, I, I'm going to hit you with something that's just going to make you really think what I'm saying. You know who Saquon is? I know I may be saying this prematurely. Derrick Rose. Derrick Rose. Mm. And, and the reason why I say that is this. D. Rose, Ooh, he, put, he, put, he put fear in Cat's eyes that MVP season, even the season after that. But fact. he just couldn't. The wear and tear on his legs and his knees was never no good. And I think Saquon, it's unfortunate, man. I mean, I would hope that he comes back and he has a career. But if I was, if I was the Giants, I know it sounds crazy, I would trade him. It's just in football, leg injuries, it's your wills. I mean, if your wheels are bad on a car, you can't go nowhere. Literally, you can't. The engine, you know, your car is done. But if the wheels are gone, you can start the car all you want. You can crank it. Hey, you can rev the engine. You can do whatever. 
but them wheels is just going to turn without the, without the rubber wheels. And so that's what's his problem is he's had his wheel is a whole bunch of wheel injuries and he's a running back. And that's not good. That's not good. Let me ask you, when you see people like Adrian uh, Peterson, AP, who was able to bounce back from certain injuries, is that a fair outlier? Or is it just, that's like a one in a million thing as far as running backs coming back healthy. AP had enough time to play that he showed who he was. Saquon hasn't shown enough. So that's the thing. AP, we knew who AP was. And don't get it, Saquon has the same buzz as AP had coming in. But AP gave us like five, six good years before his injury. Yeah. This guy's had injuries first year and his second year. That's not good. I mean, you know, you got players that could have been great, but they stay hurt. You know, Grant Hill, come on. Grant Hill was LeBron James before LeBron James. Yeah. But once he had that injury, that was it. No, that's that's definitely a fair point, man. So what – It was. It's, a, it's been a lot of injuries. McCaffrey went down. You know what I mean? Joe Burrow went down. Another day took a hard hit. So does that – from a fantasy standpoint, what does that do? Does that shift everything and kind of tell me what's going on with fantasy up to this well, point? From a fantasy perspective, injuries hurt, but it just depends on what league you're in. So the key to really with fantasy is this, and I always tell people, it's what you do in the waivers because, you know, who you pick up throughout the week can make your team better. It can make your team better. It can, it can help because what it will do, it will um, basically – you won't be top heavy like LeBron. You'll know when these guys get hurt. Because, for instance, I'll give you a perfect example. Uh, yesterday, Henderson for the Rams, even though their number one back was not hurt, Henderson came in and had 110 yards off of, I think it was 11 carries and a touch. Or it was either 14 or 11. But he's not the starter. But if you picked him up in waivers, you probably would have got 20 points from him just from that run. And who knows who is DJ Henderson? He's the kickoff for the Rams. Nobody thinks he's the starting back for the Rams because the starting back is Malcolm Brown, which shows the credit to waiver wire and who you pick up. But you know what I don't like, Prince, man? I'm going to tell you something. Tell, tell the people why you mad, bro. What's, what's going on, man? I see. You know what I, hold on, hold on. Hold on. For our listeners on Skyhawk, our listeners on Spotify and Apple, you can't see Ace's face right now. Barty looking a little tense, man. What's, what's on your mind, bro? There so, it is. I had, I had a rough weekend. I'm not going to call any names, but I'm just going to tell you all what happened. So I'm sick of people who literally all they want to do is run their mouth. They front runners. But when they lose, they don't want to take the, you know, they want to talk. Those are the worst. Yeah. They have the most mouth, but when they lose, they can't take it. They get attitudes. They start to curse. But they're the first ones to instigate. They're the first ones to do whatever. And so that's the thing. I'm playing a cat this week who I always play. And this guy here literally showed his colors. You know, all week long, he's talking trash. And he made a mistake in waivers. And I pick this player up on Saturday. And I tell him, yeah, I got your player. And he starts cursing me out. Hangs the phone in my face. And I just said, man, listen, this guy here, it's just, it bothers me because literally you talk so much, but you can't take it when it's thrown back. And that's the thing, you know, if you can't take it when somebody talk trash, you don't talk trash at all. Don't talk trash. No, I agree, man. And just going back to that Clipper Darrell point, there's no probably bigger fan of any team than Clipper Darrell. And he take it on the chin. He'll give it and take it on the chin. So, I mean, I think, I think we like that too. Um, I, I, the, the majority of our, fa- our, our friends are Heat fans or Cowboy yeah. fans. So, we deal with that all the time. And they, they say Laker fans were uh, prima donnas. But I know at least with me and you, we're not sensitive. Like, yo, we could take it. We're, um, we're fair and constructive. You know what I mean? Well, you got to remember this. It's, 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 there's people who are, are fans of a team, but they're not fans of a sport. I, let, let's, let's, call, let's call a spade a spade. Break that down. That's the, deep. The biggest thing I have an issue with people is, is this. We talk sports because we're fans of sports. We have degrees in broadcasting, but we're fans of the sport. So Prince can literally have a conversation and talk about the greatness of Bam and still be a Lakers fan. But you have fans that literally be like, yo, uh, uh, I'm a Saints fan, and I don't see no other team. Lamar Jackson was an MVP last year. Who that, who that one? And listen, to me, the ideology of that is silly. Because you wouldn't have the Saints if it wasn't for football. You wouldn't have 
the Heat if it wasn't for basketball. So be a fan of great basketball. Be a fan of, 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 of great things. Don't be a fair weather fan. You know, you're so much into your team that you can't give other teams credit. Now, mind you, I, I, the only team that I've ever seen me and Prince that we just don't give any credit to is the Cowboys. Because now if you want to call it a fan base prima donnas, ooh, buddy, the Cowboys fan, listen, they make me hate the sport of football. And I love football. They, 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 they be so delusional. Yeah, it, it, it's a delusional state. But, I mean, listen, if the Heat was in the finals, they weren't playing the Lakers, we'd be pulling them. But they playing the Lakers. And you know that. I mean, and honestly, you know me. You're a Laker fan. I'm a LeBron fan. So if LeBron was on uh, uh, the Washington Bullets or the Washington, um, um, you know who I'm talking about, the Washington, the Wizards. Yeah. Uh, you know, I'm pulling for the Wizards. You know, it, it's wherever LeBron goes. The thing for me, it, it's the same point going back to. I'm a fan of great basketball. I, 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 when, when Jordan was playing, he got credit for me. But when towards his end of the career and I started seeing Kobe and the benches, I went over there. Kobe, Kobe got his credit. Kobe gets his flowers right playing. LeBron gets his flowers. Steph gets his flowers. These are great players that we've never seen before. Don't hate a man's craft because he doesn't play for your team. Speaking of flowers, man, what an incredible segue. It's almost like you, clairvoyant, you know it's about to come up. I want to give out some flowers, man. Eric Spolstra. I feel like Eric Spolstra, he's never mentioned in the upper echelon of coaches, the Popoviches, the uh, the Doc Rivers, the who else we got in there? Who, who else would you throw in that category of that uh, that round table of coaches that gets credit? Larry Brown. Larry Brown. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, all Spolstra done has quietly won um, two championships and built an organization since 1995, where to the point – I almost talked Heat fans off the ledge that first year when LeBron was there. They're like, oh, they need a fire Spolster. He don't know what he's doing. I'm like, bro, he knows what he's doing. He's an analytical guy. Be patient with him. Where Brad Stevenson got that same credit. Spolster been Stevenson before Brad Stevens, but they will never give him that credit. He's been analytical, been on the game film stuff. You know what I'm saying? Even to the point where, I know you don't like this, but when LeBron wanted to get past Spolster leave, he went to Pat, was like, hey, I want him out of here. Pat says, no, this is my guy. Because Pat trusts him. And getting trust in this league is like, it's, it's, it's one in a million. I think Spolstra always has his team well prepared. They're going to compete whether they have a superstar or not. So I feel like Spolstra needs to get that respect because he's accomplished more than Doc Rivers, bro. And if, and if you say Spolstra and Doc Rivers, somebody damn near want to fight you. What you said? Doc Rivers, what has Doc accomplished that Spolster hasn't? Nothing. He's managed superstars. He has rings. He's led this team to a championship. I mean, to the finals. You know what I mean? So I think, and you know, as a Laker fan, about to play y'all right now. Y'all know everybody in this chat is war, but I'm not going to front on Eric Spolster. He's a hell of a coach. Why do you think he don't get his flowers and people kind of overlook him? Is it because he's quiet and not as outspoken? What do you think that is? Eric Spoelstra is, some people would say, Pat Riley's puppet because Pat Riley's the one that tells him how to That's do fair. stuff. That's fair. So people won't, won't, won't give him the credit. Uh, I'm going to make a statement, but he's top three coach in the league. I don't even got Doc Rivers as Doc and Pop in my top five right now. I don't. You mean currently right now? Currently right now. They're not, they're not top five. That's they're fair. They're not top five coaches in the league. Um, I think – in, 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 I'm, I'm going to make a statement that's crazy, but he's top 15 all time. And the only reason why I would say that, yeah, co- coaching, the only reason why I would say that is, is this. But I'm going to make a statement that's going to shock you. Um, the thing of it all is when you look at what Spo does and what he preaches and just the Miami Heat way, in order to be great at something, you have to adapt to what you're gonna do. So if, if you wanna be a great pianist, you have to adapt to these keys, make sure you adapt to them. Spo adapted. I mean, he, 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 he went all in Miami Heat way because uh, Pat gave him that, that opportunity. So it's nothing you can really say against him. He deserves his flowers. He deserves this, this opportunity to say, yeah, I led this team here, but I'm gonna say something. He's not the number, he's not, I don't have him as the number one or even the number two coach. 
the coach that you named, I still have over him. And I have Nick Nurse number one. I got Spo as number three. I got Brad Steven as number two. And I got Nick Nurse as, as one. And I'm going to tell you why. Here's the situation. You look at the Heat and you look at where he came from and who he's won with. Uh, uh, don't, don't get it twisted. I'm saying what he's done is impressive. I'm not knocking him. I'm not saying he's a bad coach. But why I have Nick Nurse over him is just because that was Nick Nurse's first year. It's very impressive. And then his second year to be doing what he did with this. Miami has better players than Toronto. After Kyle Lowry and Siakam, Miami has better roster. So you have to give it to him. For Nick Nurse to do what he did to take that Boston team to a game seven without a, a clear-cut superstar, because Siakam's shot is not really falling. He's just a go-to-the-whole player who plays defense. And Kyle Lowry, Nick Nurse, he legitimizes and uses players the way he does. And also, he's the one that groomed Van Fleet to be who Van Fleet is now. So you got to give Nick Nurse some form of credit. Moving to the second person. I got Brad Stevens over, over – let me tell you something. I don't care what anybody says. What Brad Stevens did in Butler, that is, that's up there with, with Larry Brown. That's up there with Pop. That's up there with, with, yeah. with, with. But Butler, literally, you look at Butler's team. Look at Butler's team. It was, uh, uh, I forgot the other player because I don't even know if he's in the league anymore. But it was great, uh, uh, Hayward and, and another guy who made the NBA. I don't know anybody else who made the NBA on Butler. And so he led that team to uh, Final Four. Then to come to Boston and get the thing you got to understand, Brad Stevens gets everything out of his players. These guys who we're naming, they get everything. Spo gets everything out of his players. Nick Nurse gets everything out of his players. He make they make sure you're not leaving anything on the table, anything in the locker room. They all leaving it on the floor. You look at Pop, he doesn't do that anymore. He's getting old. You look at uh, uh, Doc Rivers. Come on, man. Three times losing the three-one deficit. No, no. You, you, come on, man. You're not bringing it all. You're not inspired. And the thing is, too, you remember what Pop said? I mean, Doc said, uh, I'm not into rah-rah speeches. Them jokers needed a rah-rah speech then. Uh, no, abs they, absolutely. They needed a rah-rah speech. You didn't give it to them because it's not going to be coming from Kawhi. See, Doc would have needed a player. The reason why Doc won the championship because KG can talk to the players. He has a player who's going to be vocal with other players. There's nobody vocal. And then the one guy who was vocal, they left. Paul, I mean, Paul George. Nah, so yeah, I agree. And so you go ahead, go ahead. I'm sorry. No, no, I agree. I just think with Spolcher too, he kind of hits it on every level. I think just as a former player, I think people think, oh, you have these pieces, so anybody could coach them. But it's deeper than that. You're managing egos. You're managing millionaires. Like these guys don't have to listen to you. So it's when so when you look at somebody like Bam, who's developed from nothing. You look at uh, Duncan Robinson developed from nothing. He wasn't even starting. So now people are like, yo, is Duncan Robinson the greatest shooter in the world? You, you would laugh at somebody who said that last year, two years ago, or la last year. So I think Spolster, yeah, those other guys get something out of people, but Spolster's getting all-star. <laughs> like, it's, it's one thing to get somebody to, to go through a wall for you and play hard, but for somebody to change your whole diet, your approach to the game, your skill set. Bam is the point guard of that team. So I just feel like Spolstra, the, the Heat culture, not just Spolstra, it's, it's top tier, man. It's top tier as far as uh, getting their team. Nick Nurse is like, eh. Nick Nurse is always, he'll need somebody to get him over the edge. Brad Stevenson, what adjustments were made against the Heat? These, these jokers are playing the zone against you. So Brad Stevenson got really exposed in this bubble. I was shocked. I thought he would make these adjustments, and he never did. So, you know what I mean? That's, I think he got out – I think Spolster outcoached everybody he, he went through this bubble. Of course, but I, I'm going to say this. This is the biggest thing I'm going to say. You look at these teams, you know, and you look at the situation. So, Boonehoser is under the, the pop the pop era. Um, Pat and Spolster, you know, they're together. You, you look at it, Pat is still president GM. And then you got spoke. So whatever decisions that are being made, you know, when you look at Pat Riley, Pop, Phil, uh, or even Larry Brown, they know how to see talent and groom the talent and bring it up. So, I mean, who would have traded Whiteside for Bam Adebayo? When Bam was here, nobody thought Bam would be what he is now. But Bam is clearly a better player than Whiteside. Um, but, you know, you look at Jimmy Butler. Everybody was down on Jimmy. 
But Wade knew Jimmy was a Miami-style player. Marquette guy, knew, too. Exactly. And so it, it worked itself out that, you know, now Jimmy has led these guys to where they're at now. It's going to be interesting, man, because, you know, the beautiful the thing of the dynamic, LeBron's first team against LeBron's last team. Uh, Iggy Dollars in the series, so you're going to see Iggy on Braun at some point in fifth, the series. Fifth straight finals. Iggy, fifth. I know. I know. Hold on, real quick. Is Iggy the new Robert Ory? And when I say that, I'm talking about the pedigree. I'm not talking about the rings. I'm talking about right place, right time, on great teams, and contributing in a major way, like Robert Ory. Um, yeah. I, I, you, you, you have a point with that. You have a point. You know, the thing, the thing about Iguodala, he does everything above average. Plays defense above average. Um, he shoots above average. He passes above average. And, and, and in, in a league where LeBron is showing you the wing player needs to do everything above average, that gives him an upper echelon of, of small forwards. As, as a small forward, he's an upper echelon of small forwards. The crazy thing that we're going to have here is this. It'll be crazy if Iggy finishes with more rings than, uh, than, 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 than Kevin Durant. How you think about that? Man, why are you always why are you always trying to throw dirt on KD, man? Man, I ain't throwing hey, no dirt. Hey, listen, on KD. man, listen. I ain't throwing no dirt. Hey, listen, KD, man. he always trying to get you in the mix, KD, bro. I see you in Brooklyn, man. We we can't wait to have you back. The league is better with you, KD. Get listen. get healthy, big fella. KD is a top five player in the league. KD, when they were doing all this Kawhi talk, KD's better than Kawhi. There's only one person. It's only one person better than KD, and that's LeBron. I mean. I don't have anything against KD. I'm just saying this. KD's going to probably finish top five in scoring. KD's going to finish top five in field goal percentage. KD's going to finish, like, think of all these things he's going to finish. Iggy ain't going to finish in none of that. But he's going to finish with more finals appearances and maybe more rings than KD. I mean, that's factual, but, I mean, that's – Robert Ory got what? How many rings Robert Ory got? Seven. You know what I mean? So you don't, you're not, you're not pinning him against Scottie Pippen. You're not gonna do that. You also, <laughs> you, you, you're not gonna do that. Look, I agree with what you're saying, but what I'm saying is, is this. For instance, I'm a, I made a statement. I was arguing with somebody the other day about who would I rather have, and I'm gonna make a statement real quick. And when I say the statement, you're gonna be shocked. I said, who would you rather? We were talking. I said, who would you rather have, Ben Wallace or Shaq? And when I gave my answer, they were shocked. I said Ben Wallace. And he's like, well, why did you say Ben Wallace? He's going to give me everything he got. Ben Wallace. See, the thing is, we always think of a player being a superstar. I want somebody who's going to get, like, he's going to leave. Ben Wallace was six, 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 seven. Run and through he, the ball. Yeah. He, he, listen, we don't give him the near. He boxed out bigs. Him and Dennis Rodman are the best two defenders, I think, in the history of sports, as far as, you know, basketball. Um, you, 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 you got to give him everything you got. And so the reason why I'm making, making that point, the reason why I'm making that point is, is this, you know, Robert Horry, he gives it all he got. Man. You know, he's going to give you everything he got. He's going to give you a shot. He's going to try and play. He may get crossed, but he's going to try to play defense. He's going to do everything. And remember, on that Houston team, he was their best defender. People don't remember that. No. Nah, it was calling him a tall Scotty Pippen, remember? He was 6'11". Yeah. Yeah. And so you, you look at you look at it from that standpoint, you know. To me, I always I love winners. Shout out to Iggy, he is a winner. Um, you know, we're gonna see how this thing pans out. Of course, the series, even though I say Lakers in five, I'm not giving the Heat a shot. But I'll say this: if they win Game One, it's gonna go six. But okay. if they don't win Game One, it'll go five. Now, nah, LeBron, I, I'll give all the Bron sexual some uh, some bail money right now. Bron looks focused. He looks like it's the most focused, like I said, in a, uh, off air. Then LeBron in uh, game one against the when he was last time in the finals, just he just looks locked in where I like when LeBron doesn't care. I think LeBron, his issue is, I'm not going to say the whole killer Mamba mentality. It's more Bron gets in his head. When LeBron really doesn't care, puts his head down, goes to the rim, and he knows what's at stake. Like if you look at the last, the closeout game, he, he wasn't playing – he wasn't even passing AD the ball. 
is, hey, I got the advantage. We don't have time to play. He know it's a veteran thing. Where I know my team needs rest. We got to get home. We got to get back to the hotel and rest and see who we're going to be playing. So I'll give LeBron all the credit, man, for just locking in and, and finishing out. Well, let's, let's, let's even look at it even bigger than what it is. Okay. Um, let, let's go Utah. Donovan Mitchell, Spider Mitchell, uh, Mike Conley, uh, Gobert. 3-1 lead. Gave it up. Clippers. <laughs> okay, 3-1 lead. Kawhi. Paul, we've called all their players. They gave it up. That game five, LeBron knew what was going to happen. He knew what they were trying to do. And even then, if you look at game three, I mean game four, I'm sorry, after they lost the game three, they knew they had to get these wins. LeBron was locked in. And that's the thing. You, you, one thing that's, do you know they made a statement, LeBron has one of the best records in closeout games. But people don't want to give him the credit. But clo he closed things out. No, yeah. He, clo he closes right. things out. That's a fact. So let me, while I got you real quick, let's go through our NHL and our MLB playoffs about to kick off. So give me your thoughts on NHL real quick and the uh, baseball playoffs. Uh, NHL, um, I was wrong about all my picks. Tampa Bay Lightning looks like they're going to pull it out. Tonight is game six. If the Dallas Stars win tonight, we have a game seven. I give it to Dallas Stars to win the series. Uh, it looks good. Uh, Tampa Bay's offense just can't be stopped. You look at the defense of of Dallas, they just haven't been able to slow down the Lightning. So we're going to see how that turns out. We'll uh, as far as it goes, baseball, I mean, all the favorites look good. Tampa Bay uh, looks well. The Devil Rays look real good. They look better than the Yankees. Um, Yankees look good. But if I had to make a pick, I'm going Tampa in baseball and Tampa in hockey. Oh, let me get that one more time for the record. Say that one more time. State your name and uh, say it with your chest this time. Ace Lombardi's picking the Devil Rays to win in, in baseball, and then he's also picking, well, the Lightning already going to win in hockey. So I, I, my pick was off, but two Tampa teams will win. You'll have two Florida team champions. Tampa's going to be on fire because you know what's crazy, too? Super Bowl's in Tampa. So whew. it's about to be crazy. It's going to be real crazy. Last quick thing I was thinking about, Russell Wilson. We're talking about flowers. Russell Wilson come to the front of the congregation. Why do we sleep on Russell Wilson? Time after time, he proves he is as good or better than your favorite quarterback. But we will never give him that credit. He's a winner coming back. He's a perfect quarterback. But we will never get him that. He will, for some reason, when you're talking about the quarterback, it's always Brady, Breeze, um, Aaron Rodgers, the usual suspects. And, oh, yeah, and Russell Wilson. It's like he's the, oh, yeah, I think. He's the best quarterback in, 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 in the league right now. He's my vote for MVP. If it, if it started right now, the voting, I would vote for Russell Wilson. What he's doing with – he's had nothing a lot of his, his career, man. You know what I'm saying? It's been defensive-focused uh, teams. Why do you think Russell never gets his flowers, man? What's up with Russell Wilson, the slander? I think Russell Wilson – the thing with Russell Wilson is he came in on a defensive squad, Legion of Boom. So we never talked about Russell Wilson. All we would talk about is Richard Sherman, uh, Cam Chancellor, Earl Thomas III, Bobby Wagner, uh, the, the defensive linemen that they had. They had a, a, a deep defense. And then on offense, they ran their offense through beast mode. So he wanted a, a, a Super Bowl, but when it was time to put a Super Bowl on his back, he threw a pick to my, uh, Malcolm Butler. And so now moving forward, we don't want to give the man his flowers, but accuracy, he's up there with Steve Young. Um, and then you look at this, this, this record that he just broke. Patrick Mahomes has better receivers than, Ru than Russell Wilson. So now that I'm going full scale, I'm going to make a, a statement that's going to make you upset. Russell Wilson is better than Patty Mahomes. Oh, yeah. <laughs> All right, that's, our, that's our show, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, man, you can find us at Ace Lombardi on Instagram. In Prince We Trust, that's my dogs. Make sure you follow in Prince We Trust. Everything Prince and Barty. And hold on, bring that hat down one more time so they can see it. There the you show. go. All right. Show. Next, 
next time y'all see us, we'll probably be hosting the trophy. So holla at the holla at the Lakers. Big time, man. Big time. Uh y'all enjoy y'all week, y'all weekend. Uh we will be crowning probably the lightning as champions and tune in, man. We're here. Prince of Barty, Prince of Barty, Prince of Barty. Let's go. Who gon' check me? Who gon' call me? Bitch, I'm ballin'. Prince and body. Who gon' check me? Who gon' call me? Bitch, I'm flexin'. Prince and body. In your lobby. And I'm ballin'. Just like Brownie. Just like Ronnie. Just like Vladdy. Just like Ronnie. That's our test. Damn, I'm the best. I do confess. Kobe number eight. That's on my chest. Jordan the Great. Yeah, he the best. LeBron with the flex. And with the checks. Who gon' check me? Who gon' guard me? Bitch, I'm ballin'. Prince and body. Who gon' check me? Who gon' call me? Bitch, I'm body. Prince and body. And I'm like, and I'm like, and I'm like, and I'm like Lou Will. And I'm like too real. And I'm like, and I'm like, and I'm like PG. And I'm like, and I'm like, and I'm like CP3. Yeah. And I'm like, and I'm like, and I'm like BAM. Yeah. And I'm like, damn, yeah. And I'm like, Steph, yeah. And I'm like, damn, yeah. And I'm like, the man, yeah. And it don't jam, yeah. So who gon' check me? Who gon' call me? Bitch, I'm ballin'. Prince and body. And I'm flexin'. In your lobby. So who gon' check me? Prince and body. With a daddy. In the lobby, looking like Bobby, looking like Bobby, looking like Bobby, Bobby Jackson, looking like Bobby, Steven Jackson. Look at my wrist, that thing gaudy. Look at my wrist, that thing sorry. Look at my wrist, that thing gaudy. Look at my check, that thing sorry. Look at my wrist, that thing gaudy. Look at that check, that thing sorry. Look at my wrist, that thing gaudy. Look at my look up, step back. Look at my pardon. You can't guard me, beg you pardon. You can't. Ah, uh. <laughs> uh, freestyle, la la.